BYU Cougar baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. Rockets want deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar baseball, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel. Pleased to be joined in the broadcast booth by former BYU pitcher and 20-game winner Scott Haas. And, uh, Scott, the objective going into every conference weekend series, of course, take at least two of three. BYU's already done that. They got wins Thursday and Friday against Pep. Now you want to get greedy and just take them all. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's moving day in the Masters. Well, it's moving day in the West Coast Conference because with a win today, BYU not only gets the sweep but moves back into first place in the West Coast Conference temporarily possibly with you know depending on what happens with Loyola but anytime you're at home you win the first two and you can get that third one that will bode well later on you still have Loyola coming up and San Francisco big series of course so this is a key one for BYU to go out it's not a luxury this is a necessity when it gets down to the end of the season time now for 90 seconds with the skipper BYU head coach Mike Littlewood today sending his team's wins leader Justin Sterner to the mound Pepperdine's counterpart last year's WCC pitcher of the year Jordan Pendergast a projected pitcher's duel on tap today after a pretty good mound showdown last night and that's kind of what we expected from Pepperdine. They, they always have a really good pitching staff. Uh, we saw Mahoney come out of the, the pen for those guys last night. And it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, we have thorough, thorough scouting reports on, on everyone. And we said to Brock, he's going to throw 80% sliders. You got to look for slider. You got to look for slider. But it's so good that we're looking for slider and we can't hit it. Um, and so that's, and I think we offered that as well. I mean, uh, Drew Zimmerman came in for us after Easton gave us seven and a third of, of really, really quality pitching, worked out of some jams, made pitches when he had to. But Drew came in and uh, did what a closer does. Sometimes closers um, give up a couple of hits, but they also have strikeout stuff. And that's what Drew, how we won last night. Man on second, third, and gets a couple strikeouts. End of game. Uh, you go with Justin Sterner today, and he's your uh, team leader in wins. Justin, uh, steady guy. I mean, his... He's he's going to throw primarily fastballs. It's going to probably be ninety to up to maybe ninety four early. It's a, a high spin rate fastball, so the ball is going to you'll see probably a lot of swing and misses. Hopefully, we see that because uh, the ball the ball maintains its height longer um, with the high spin rate. So it's it's really interesting. A, a key for Justin is going to be able to to spin a breaking ball every once in a while for a strike, uh, just to show him that he's got something different. So we're looking for ninety to hundred pitches out of Justin and hopefully work us into the 6th or 7th inning today. The series win already secured. You're looking for no let-up and get the sweep. Yeah, I mean, that's a big thing. Um, it's easy, if, say, if you fall down three or four runs. I think San Diego fell, fell victim to this last week when we played them. We went up 6-0, and they're like, oh, well, they had the mindset. We already won the series. Let's just finish this out. We, we don't want to have that mindset. Uh, right now we're counting wins, and uh, we need 15, 16 wins to secure one of those top four spots, and then you start working towards – a league championship, um, and so yeah, we we need uh, we want this, but we need this this win today. Uh, All right, good preview, Mike. Uh, good luck today, and we'll talk to you post game. Thank you, Greg. That was BYU baseball head coach Mike Littlewood for lineups and the first pitch. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. On the hill today for BYU, Justin Sterner six and two on the year with a tidy two point four one ERA. Opponents are hitting 212 off of him. His whip is 1.10. That's, that's that'll keep you in a lot of games, Scott. Oh, Coach Littlewood <laughs> said this with you know no qualms. He said Sterner is the best Saturday starter in the West Coast Conference, and he, his record, his numbers back that up with the six wins. He's a workhorse, 41 innings, and here's the other advantage because 
Easton did so good last night. Very little pressure on the pen. So you've yeah. got a lot of guys available that can come in and, and really give BYU a good chance to get the sweep. Leading off today for the Pepperdine Waves, number 16, Wyatt Young. Starting second baseman, batting 295 on the year. Young steps in against Sterner, and we're about to get underway on this sunny Saturday in Provo. BYU in the royal jerseys, white pants, Pepperdine orange jerseys, gray pants, and the first pitch today is ball one. Just missed on that first one. Young only got a couple of hits so far in this series, so he's trying to get things going as well. It'll be interesting to see how Sterner approaches him right here with the second pitch. Two for three with the sack fly last night. Swung on and fouled back. One and one. For the first batter of the day, Wyatt Young. Pepperdine has lost six of eight now after last night's loss. Their record in the league is an even 7-7. BYU's 10-4 in the West Coast Conference. Half came out of first place. LMU at 10-3. They played one less game as they go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And BYU, course, going Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The right-hander, Sterner, holds the ball at his chest. And fires outside corner for strike two. So, Sterner ahead on Young here, one and two to the first batter of the game. And interesting to note, last night, Pepperdine actually out-hit BYU. Even yep. though the score didn't reflect that, 11-6 to six in terms of hits, they just couldn't get the right hits at the right time. And BYU's done a nice job cobbling together wins when being out-hit. That's a swinging a strikeout to get this one underway for BYU. Sterner K's up Young. BYU now 4-7 and seven when being out-hit as they were. Last night, one done here in the top of the first. Good Next pitch. up for the Waves, number three, Quincy McAfee starting shortstop. Sterner went high and outside on that one. He was ahead in the count. No chance for Young to do anything with that one. So getting that first early strikeout really sends a message to Pepperdine. Sterner's on his game. Young hit from the left side. McAfee from the right. Righty-righty matchup here. In the top of the first. That's a swing and a miss. Justin Sterner, six wins to lead the Cougs. Also leads BYU in strikeouts. He struck out the first batter of this game. The 0-1 is fouled back into the screen down the first baseline. So again, ahead is Sterner. 0-2 now to Quincy McAfee. McAfee, 3-30 on the season. And now Sterner's got all of his options. He can throw anything right here, 0-2. We'll see if he comes with another fastball out of the zone a little ways. See if he can get McAfee to chase. Sterner setting up. Third base side of the rubber. Sets and fires. Again, fouled back into the screen. Umpires for today, Rob Hansen at home plate. Brandon Vandermeid at first. Billy Hayes at second. And Matt Stelges at third base. Miller Park's official capacity is 2,200. And BYU surpassed that last night on a baseball softball dual-purpose night with some fireworks at the end of Sandlot night for the baseball game. Fun night here last evening. That's high. The 0-2 goes to 1-2 and two on the second hitter of the day, Quincy McAfee. 93 miles an hour on that fastball. He wanted to climb the ladder, couldn't get McAfee to chase on that one, but he's still way ahead in the count, throwing a lot of strikes early on in the first inning. McAfee had last night's game-ending strikeout against Drew Zimmerman. Zimmerman had the count full with two out in the ninth and got McAfee swinging and missing to end it. Zim the save last night as BYU won 4-2. to two. McAfee went 1-5 for five last night with that K to end the game. 2-2 two and two with one gone here in the top of the first. The delivery 
high and tight to three and two. So from 0 and two to three and two, count full against McAfee. Just about caught him right there. McAfee barely got out of the way, just turned inside, almost clipped him on the shoulder. But you like to see your guys challenging on the inside early in the game. A 3-2 delivery, and that's fouled back into the softball part of the complex. And there is a softball game going on at the same time as baseball today. BYU softball against Pacific after taking both ends of a doubleheader last night. The softball team with its first home games of the season last night. After a month away, month plus away from home to start the conference campaign for the Cougs. 3-2 again to McAfee. Sterner kicks and fires. Mass laced straightaway center. No problem there for Mitch McIntyre. Didn't have to move too much to range over and record the second out here at the top of the first. Next up for the Waves, Branton Belk, the DH, hitting 333. The switch hitter will set up on the left side. You notice, this is always funny to me, you see a California team coming here. It's 50 degrees today. All the BYU guys are in sleeves, right? And then you got all the... You know, the Pepperdine guys wearing their sleeves and turtlenecks. They're not yep. used to this. And that's an advantage for a pitcher coming in here. Hitters, it's tough to get warm in this kind of weather. And that's ripped also to center. A little more sharply struck, but also to McIntyre. So McIntyre handles the second and third outs of the top of the first. We're through a half an inning here at Miller Park. It is BYU 0, Pepperdine 0. The Cougs get their first at-bat coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU fans, you can enjoy a free check-in account that can earn big interest with the MyRate check-in account from Bank of American Fork. Bottom of the first here at Miller Park. And Ryan Sue, BYU's leading hitter on the year at 385, strides in. The righty hitter, Sue, and the righty hurler, Jonathan Pendergast, last year's WCC Pitcher of the Year. 4.37 ERA this season. Short hopper to the... Third baseman Aron Modlin fires over to Justin Lutz at first, and Sue is retired. One pitch, one swing, one out here in the bottom of the first. It gives you an indication of BYU's attitude right there. A lot of times your first hitter will come in, kind of take a chance, take a few pitches, feel and kind of see, feel him out. First pitch swing, and as soon as Sue saw something he liked, which, you know, fastball right there, just swung over the top of it. But that's the attitude coming into this third game that Coach Littlewood was talking about. They're not taking anything for granted here. Ninth appearance for Jonathan Pendergast. All of them starts. 6-2-200, the senior from San Diego. Fires ball one into Noah Hill. BYU's catcher Noah Hill hitting 344 on the year. And Noah last night, 2-4, for four, I beg your pardon, Noah last night was 0-2 with two walks and a run scored. And that's fouled into the BYU dugout, third baseline. 1-1 one one with one gone here in the bottom of the first. Yeah, Pendergast, the three-pitch guy. He's got a fastball, you know, low 90s. And he's got a good slider and a changeup. Right now living off of his fastball for the most part. Missed earlier with a little off-speed pitch. Righty delivers inside to Noah Hill. Two and one. Pepperdine's overall record on the year 16 and 14. BYU 24 and 8. Already two wins better than all of last year's entire win tally combined. Swinging foul back from Noah Hill. Two and two now with one gone here in the bottom of the first. Looked like a little cut fastball. Hill just missed that one off the end. He's tailing to the outside corner. He's got his work cut out 2-2. We'll see if Pendergast comes with some heat right here. He tries to catch him a little bit with some off speed. 
waves. Orange jerseys, blue caps, gray pants. And BYU in the royal and white combo. And that's laced over the head of the second baseman. will drop into shallow center field. Single for Noah Hill. Good piece of hitting right there. Didn't try to do too much with it. Pitch was down. Got him a little bit inside the barrel. Just placed it in the right spot. Just over the second baseman's head. Hitting third. Number 44, Brock Hale. Starting right fielder. One for four last night after a four for four Thursday outing against Pepperdine. Cleanup hitter Jackson Clough awaits on deck. One gone here in the bottom of the first. Scoreless, BYU and Pepperdine. And Noah Hill at first after a single to shallow right center. The first pitch offering gets away from Dixon. Tracks down Mitchell Dixon, the Pepperdine catcher. Dixon was the starting catcher Thursday. Got a rest last night in favor of Joe Capris behind the plate. And Dixon back in for the Saturday series finale. And similarly, BYU is back to its Thursday lineup. One through nine. Out of the stretch comes Pendergast. Outside away from Hale to 2-0. 2-0 with one done here in the bottom of the first. Rightly so. They're respecting Hale. They know he's got the power. He's been hot, swinging a hot bat. First pitch was an off-speed pitch. That second one, they're staying away from him. And now Pendergast has got a little problem. He's in the hole 2-0 on Hale with a runner on first base. He doesn't want to go 3-0 and put Hale in a situation where he's got a green light. So this is a big pitch for Pendergast right here, a little mental match that you always love to see between a hitter and a pitcher early on. Pendergast checked Hill. Now he comes to Hale at 2-0. And catches the outside edge for strike one. Brock Hale, 12 multi-hit games this season and has had has had hits in the 10 of his last 11 coming in two today. And he's scored an average of a two runs a game over his last four games as well. Doing it all, Brock Hale out of that three spot. The only player to start every game in the same spot for BYU this year. And that's ripped into right field, but settling under it is Matthew Canfer. A fly out for Hale, and Hill will stay at first. Two gone here in the bottom of the first. Back-to-back sliders on that, about 80, 82 miles an hour. That's how Hale can expect to be pitched the rest of this game based on his uh, scouting report. So we'll see what happens right here. The left-handed hitter Jackson Clough strides in, hitting 373 on the year. Second to Sue in average, but he leads BYU in runs, doubles, triples, RBIs, on-base percentage, stolen bases. <laughs> doing Just it all is Jackson doing Clough. Doing it all. Yeah. First pitch in for a strike, 0-1 to Clough. With two gone here in the bottom of the first inning. Greg Grubel and Scott Hodge, your commentary team today. Scotty, a former broadcast colleague of mine and former BYU pitcher from the mid-90s. He just dated me big time. <laughs> I mean, a few years ago that didn't seem like that long ago. <laughs> now you say mid-90s, and I mean, that's that's a long time ago. But you know what? But you're a youthful-looking whatever you this, are. This view yeah. just, never, just never changes here at this field. One of the best in the country. Ball on the second offering from Pendergast. One and one to Clough. Inside, but inside edge for one and two. That's all right. That's a pitch that he doesn't want. I mean, you look at Clough and, and how well he's swinging the bat. I'm, it'd be interesting to go up and down the different lineups throughout the conference and see how many shortstops are producing offensively as much as, as Clough is. That's that's a, a luxury as a head coach to have somebody that can do that and be the defensive player that he is at shortstop. Swing and a miss from Clough. And the siders retired here in the bottom of the first. 
Clough down swinging for strikeout of the day for Jonathan Pendergast. And we're through one complete here at Miller Park in Provo. Pepperdine 0, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Top of the second here at Larry H. Miller Field. We're scoreless through one, BYU and Pepperdine. Cougars going for the series sweep. Justin Sterner looks into the first hitter of the second. Matthew Canfer for the Waves. The right-handed hitting Canfer, starting right fielder. See that go high and outside, but catch the edge for strike one. Canfer last night, one for two with an RBI on a sack fly. She leads the Waves in sack flies with four now on the year. Canfer levels the bat off the right shoulder and awaits the one-strike pitch from Sterner. That's strike two. 0-2, Sterner ahead of Canfer here in the top of the second. Steady diet of fastball so far from Sterner, which is what you'd like to see. You know, come out, come out and establish that pitch early on. See what Pepperdine can do with it so far. Nobody has been able to really get a good swing. Save your stuff for the next time through the lineup. 0-2 to Canfer. That's high and outside for ball one. Justin Sterner's long outing as a starter is six innings. Mike Littlewood telling us in pregame he'd love to see Justin get up into the 90 to 100 pitch territory today. Sterner sets and fires, and that's his second strikeout of the day. Swing and a miss as Canfer goes down on strikes. Justin struck out the first batter of the game, Wyatt Young. Back-to-back flyouts in the first and opens the second with a strikeout. So he begins each inning with a K and a swinging K at that. You mentioned Coach Littlewood, you know, would like to get six, you know, seven innings similar to last night. That's one of those things that's really changed in the game over the last, you know, 10 to 20 years is the specialization of, you know, your bullpen. And if you can get five to six out of a starter, I mean, that's that's a good outing for a starter with so many guys coming out of the pen these days. But seven, eight, we don't see that as much. That's why last night's performance by Walker was so important to preserve as many arms in the bullpen to be ready for today. Ball one to Billy Cook, the Waves' number five hitter, and ball two from Sterner. Cook starting left fielder, hitting 286. Last night went one for four with a couple of strikeouts, left three on base. Was hitless Thursday in the series opener, 0 for four with a couple of Ks. So he struck out four times in eight at-bats against BYU, and that's a mighty whiff and a miss. Two and one with one gone here in the top of the second. Another fastball up in the zone from Sterner. We saw Mark Lyons in the booth here before the game. He is here visiting Billy Cook's grandfather. Really? Yeah. Billy Cook's grandpa from nearby Colorado come and watch the grandson. And Mark said, I'll, I'll hit you up. <laughs> so he's, he's, It was great to see him. He's probably walking the stands <laughs> right now, calling his name. Swinging strike by Sterner to go to 2-2 two and two on Cook with one gone here in the top of the second. You know if Cook gets a hit in this game or a home run or anything like that, right, you know Mark's going to take a little credit for the athleticism down the family line. Fouled off down the first baseline. So Cook will get a 2-2 two and two with one gone here. A lot of options for Sterner right here. Come back with a fastball inside, or he hasn't shown much of his off-speed so far. See what he does with the 2-2 count. The righty-righty, and they're going to call for the appeal at first. It was a little bit of an offering on that high and tight pitch. It'll stay a ball. Ball three, strike two, with one gone here, top of the second. uh, Billy Cook came into the uh, 
BYU series with an eight-game hit streak going. He was held hitless Thursday, and then maybe he began a new streak last night going one for four. And that's a walk outside away from Cook. So Billy Cook advancing to first on the base on balls. First walk from Justin Sterner today to go with a couple of strikeouts. And considering he's got 41 innings pitched and only now his 14th walk, that's a that's a rarity for Sterner. He's a 3-1 guy. You like to see that as a pitcher, three strikeouts for every walk. And uh, you don't expect to see many of those, although it was a full count, just missed on the outside corner there. Pepperdine threw a 4-1 to ratio starter at BYU last night, and he did pitch well, but for one inning, that was Easton Lucas. Both Eastons pitched really well last night. And that's strike one to Corey Wills. Center fielder hitting sixth, left-handed hitting Wills. Hitting a shade under 250 on the year. He's got Cook at first, taking his lead. And Billy Cook on the year. Three for five on his stolen bases. Sterner gives a look over his left shoulder and then fires back to first. Making the sweep is Austin Deming, but back safely is Cook. The 0-1 forthcoming to Corey Wills. Wills two for four last night. Left two on. Had his first home run of the season in the series opener against BYU Thursday night. Maybe just off the outside edge. Yeah, one just, and one. Just missed on that one. So far the umpire's been pretty generous with the corners, at least on uh, both Pendergast and Sterner's pitches. That one just missing. Inch or two out on the outside. Tonight's home plate arbiter is again Rob Hansen. Sterner. A half swivel to check on first. And comes out of the stretch. Off speed and in. And that's ball two. Two and one with one gone here in the top of the second. BYU and Pepperdine are scoreless. And so Justin Sterner has walked at least one batter in every start this year. But he's never walked more than three. And that came in his first start of the year. Sterner delivers, and that's looped into shallow left center field. Galloping up to it is McIntyre. will catch it off the hop. And a single for Corey Wills puts runners at first and second. Cook advancing to second, and Wills now with a sharp single to left center. Two on, one gone. Top of the second, BYU and Pepperdine still scoreless. Now batting for the Waves, number eight, Aron Maudlin, third baseman. That's one of those hits where... That's a wooden bat. That's probably a broken bat out to Clough at shortstop. Uh, but because of the metal bat, you know, you get a little bit more pop on that one. And now Sterner's in a situation where he's looking for one thing and one thing only. He wants a double play ball right here. Get out of the inning. Right pitch, right place, right time. Righty, righty, Maudlin and Sterner. And that's the outside part of the plate for strike one on pitch one to Maudlin. Maudlin hitless last night, 0 for 3 with one left on. Had a two-hit night Thursday with a run scored. BYU won that high-scoring opener 13-7. Pitchers duel last night 4-2 in favor of BYU. What do we have in store for us today? A sunny Saturday here at Miller Park. That is laced into deep left field. It will drop inside the boundary just fair. Rounding third and coming home is Cook. Stopping at third is Wills. And a stand-up double for Aron Modlin scores the Waves' first run of the game. So for the third time in three games, BYU falls behind to open. Pepperdine led 4-0 Thursday, 2-0 last night, and takes a 1-0 lead here in the top of the second. And you had to wait to see would that drop fair or foul, Scotty, and just fair down the 
third baseline. Did that draw chalk to you? I mean, I mean, I, I didn't it, see the umpire. It drew pellets. It drew black pellets is what it did. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. but it didn't look like the umpire was really, you know, hustling too much to get down there to, to make the call. look like it, it did hit on the line. But mm-hmm. that's, that's just a, a tough break. So second and third, one out, top second. BYU trailing one nothing. Justin Lutz, first baseman, steps in, hitting left. And that's looped and will drop in front of the left fielder, Nyberg, and another run will score. Runner from second advancing to third. And it'll be first and third with still one out, and the Waves lead 2-0. And here's the frustrating thing. I mean, you're looking at this, Sterner, obviously we're early in the game, but a couple of those, I mean, nobody's really put a great swing on it. Two of the three hits that we've just seen have been bloop singles to shallow left field, and then the one down the line wasn't driven down the line. It was just, you know, placed in the right spot. So Sterner's still throwing well, but they're starting to get a few more swings, and this is going to give Pepperdine a little more confidence here. So he's got to be good with his pitches and keep this inning, you know, stop the bleeding, so to speak. Bend, but don't break. Back-to-back-to-back singles for Pepperdine. 2 nothing. Waves lead and that's a wild pitch. Gets away from Noah Hill and the runner from third will advance and score. That's a Ron Maudlin. Makes it 3 nothing. The runner from first, Lutz, advances to second. And so man on second and still just one out for the Cougs here in the top of the second. The Waves already a 3 nothing lead. And again, nothing new for BYU. They've come from behind to win on Thursday and Friday. They'll have to do it again on Saturday. That's the situation of, of focus. You know now I mean, he hasn't thrown a pitch that wild at all. He's been all around the zone. Uh, but that pitch way outside, there's nothing that Hill could do to stop that one. So 1-0 to Mitchell Dixon. A swing and strike one. One and one with one gone here in the top of the third. Justin Sterner with his fifth wild pitch of the season, and that number does lead the Cougs. Righty fires, and that's outside edge for one and two. There you go. Sometimes sometimes it takes a wild pitch to kind of make you refocus. I mean, he knew there was a chance he was going to get a visit from one of the coaches uh, right there to just kind of calm things down, but he's been able to gather his composure here, get back. He's ahead 0-2. There you go. And that's a... Swinging foul-tipped strikeout for Mitchell Dixon. Staying at second, Justin Lutz. So it was a base on balls to Cook, then a single for Wills, a single for Maudlin, a single for Lutz. Then the strikeout from Dixon. Two gone here in the top of the second. And both the outs here in the second inning have come via strikeout. That's third K of the day for Justin Sterner, who faces the leadoff hitter, Wyatt Young. A strikeout to begin the game in the first inning. He hits here in the second with two gone in the top of two. Pepperdine three, BYU zero. Wyatt Young hitting a left. Sterner delivers righty. And again at second base is Lutz scoring position here with two gone here, top three. Four straight strikes after that wild pitch mm-hmm. that allowed that runner to come, come home. Check second, comes home, and that's fouled back. Another strike, 0-2 with two gone here in the top of two. This is where you see a lot of pitchers uh, relax a little bit. They think, okay, I've got two strikes, I've got two outs, runner on second, I just need one more. And and I always try to get my pitchers that I work with to, to focus up a notch instead of relax because that run is critical out there for Pepperdine. They're trying to get that guy across. This is a big out, a big pitch for Sterner. 
And again, fouled off. Third baseline. Wyatt Young. Strikeout in his first at-bat. One for five with two strikeouts last night. So he's K'd four times in three games against BYU. A lot of options for Sterner right here. You head 0-2. You've got an open base. Cannot give Young anything that he can drive with two outs and a runner on second. Young waves the bat softly off his left shoulder. Pops it up. And Jackson Clough's going to wave off. And Handel will barely having to move there in the infield. So high pop to shortstop. And BYU retires the side, but not before three. Pepperdine runs are scored. BYU trailed 4-0. Thursday, 2-0 last night, and 3-0 today. Can they come back yet again and get this series sweep? We're through one and a half here at Miller Park. Pepperdine 3, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. First hitter of BYU's second inning is Austin Deming. Deming swings at the first offering from Pendergast here at the bottom of the second. 0-1 to Deming. BYU down 3-0. The Waves have scored nine runs in the first three innings of the three games in this series. On Thursday, the Waves had a four-run first, yesterday a two-run third, and today a three-run second. And yet not a win to show for it as BYU's come back on each of the two previous occasions, and we'll try and do the same here this afternoon. 2-1 now to Austin Deming. BYU in royal jerseys, white pants, blue caps and shoes, Pepperdine Again, with the gray pants they've worn in all three days. And back to the orange jerseys they wore on Thursday. Chopper to McAfee. McAfee's got a hustle to get Deming and does. Fires over to Lutz. One retired here in the bottom of the second. Keaton Kringlin reaches over and pulls the bat out of the way of Mitch McIntyre, the number six hitter for BYU. Left-handed hitting McIntyre. We followed to the plate by Kringlin here in the bottom of the second. Well, Kringlin, one of your seniors, this is an opportunity right here to step up, show some leadership, and really get the Cougars going a little bit. Kringlin will follow Mitch McIntyre, who hits from the left side against the righty Pendergast. Mitch last night 0 for 3 with three strikeouts. It's foul tip on the 0-1, so 0-2 quickly Pendergast ahead of McIntyre. Pendergast doesn't waste much time. Gets right back on the rubber. He's waiting for Kringlin to step in. McIntyre looks high with Kringlin waiting on deck. McIntyre looks high at ball one. One and two with one gone here in the bottom of the second. Thursday starter for Pepperdine took his time. The Friday and Saturday starters work a little more briskly for Pepperdine. Now a step off from Pendergast on cue. Timeout from Mack. Steps back in, which McIntyre does. And that hit McIntyre on the knee inside. He'll take his base, and BYU have a runner here in the bottom of the second with Keaton Kringlin now stepping up. Sometimes that's all it takes. Get a guy on, find a way, get to second base, get a guy scoring position. Little by little, BYU's been able to dig out of these holes in the first two games. Good opportunity right here. Keep things moving. Keaton now coming off a one-for-three outing last night, hitting 257 on the year. The right-handed hitting Kringlin facing the righty Jonathan Pendergast. Pendergast out of the stretch. A half turn to check 
McIntyre at first base and a swing and a miss from Kringlin. 0-1. Pepperdine three hits, resulting in three runs. BYU without a run yet on a single hit. And that hit came from Noah Hill in the top of the first. And he was stranded on a fly out and a strikeout. Deming retired 6-3 to here lead off the second. Hit by pitch was McIntyre. And now Kringlin looks at ball one. One and one to Kringlin. Keaton, 5'11", senior out of Cedar City, concluding his BYU career this season. A career that began as the WCC Freshman of the Year. Pendergast kicks and fires. And that's driven to deep center field. Just not deep enough. Corey Wills just at the warning track. Makes the catch and galloping back to first is Mitch McIntyre. Two gone here in the bottom of the second. Deepest part of the park. Straight center right almost to the warning track. Good swing on it by Kringlin that time. Just didn't get quite enough. And that's that's again that we got a little breeze out there. You can see the flag blowing just a touch out to left field. But on these colder, colder days, the ball tends to, to die a little bit here in Provo. Batting eighth, starting left fielder Hobbs Nyberg. Jersey number seven for Hobbs. Lefty against righty. With a right-hander on the hill, Mike Littlewood has three left-handed bats at his disposal today. Clough, McIntyre, and Nyberg. Hobbs the third of three. And looks at ball one. 1-0 one to Hobbs. Two gone here in the bottom of the second. Quick throw back to first. Scooting back is McIntyre. Can't hear you say that name Hobbs without, of course. I know. I mean, it's just every time. I think about it, and you know, it's it's his middle name, and I still haven't found out the true if there's any kind of connection there. Yeah, but you'd like it there to be, right? His dad, former BYU wide receiver Brent Nyberg, as they again go back to first and diving head first again is McIntyre, head of the throw. Well, if there's no connection, we'll have to make one up for him, right? It's only natural Roy you'd Hobbs expect there to was, be yeah, one. Yeah, his, his real yes. uncle's name is Roy, yeah. and then, right? And he, his, he swung a bat called the Wonder Boy <laughs> back in the day, carved from a tree. It was We're hoping for something, by lightning, some right? kind of backstory. <laughs> we, need, we need a little lightning in that bat right now from, from Hobbs. 3 nothing waves here in the bottom of the second. And the 1-0 is high for ball two. McIntyre at first, Nyberg in the box. He's a lefty, too. I mean, yeah, yep. I mean, there's a lot of things lining up. <laughs> he just needs number nine instead of seven. And then we can really carry this forward. Jonathan Pendergast rotates the ball in his right hand behind his belt. And a quick fire back again. This one a little closer. McIntyre does get back. That was the closest of the uh, attempts at first base to catch McIntyre leaning. Quick little jump turn from Pendergast on that one. Now comes homeward. And that's ripped to center field, but right at the center fielder, and that'll do it for BYU in the bottom of the second. Hit cleanly, but directly at Corey Wills, so the fly out to center field. Second consecutive fly out to center. Kringlin and then Nyberg are outs two and three for BYU. After two, it is Pepperdine three, BYU zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Top three here in Provo, and the first hitter of the third for Pepperdine pops up a bunt attempt handled by Noah Hill. Caught the pop-up and one quickly gone here in the top of the third. That was Quincy McAfee retired on the would-be bunt attempt that just straight up in the air, and Noah Hill handled for out number one. Good job, everybody, alerting Hill. That ball was up. He was trying to find it at first. Kind of do a little basket catch right there. If you're going to drop a bunt down, 
got to make sure you get it down. That's going to drive a coach crazy. Designated hitter Brant Belk rips it to first base off a bit of a deflection, settling it as Deming, and collects steps on first for out number two. Took it off his body, kept it in front of him, and recovers the out. Let's see if uh, Sterner can get the fantastic three-pitch, yeah. three outs. Let's go back to the dugout. Thank you very much. It's two pitches and two outs so far. Pop up on a bunt and a rip to first that Deming handles off the ricochet. Already the third batter of the third inning for Pepperdine, number 38, Matthew Kenfer, the right fielder, foul, uh, struck out in his first at-bat in the second. Pepperdine 3, BYU 0, top 3 here in Provo. I always try to, you know, when I'm talking to young pitchers, what would you rather do, three pitches and get three outs or strike three guys out, use nine, at least nine <laughs> pitches? I mean, let's go the easy route here. Just get them out. Get them out. Throw the pitch in the right place. So after two strikes and two or two pitches and two outs, it's two pitches equaling two balls to Canfer, the third hitter of the third inning for Pepperdine. No one on. Austin Sterner on the hill for BYU, and that's high ball three. So three and zero oh to the right fielder Canfer. Canfer has ten multi-hit games this season, and is on a current eleven-game hit streak. That's a strike, three to one, three and one, with two out here in the top of the third. Sterner working his way back here a little bit, got behind. Nobody on, just come right, right down the middle. And that's ripped to center field, jogging up to it, making the catch. Mitch McIntyre, so a pretty quick half inning for BYU. Three up, three down. After two and a half, Pepperdine three, BYU zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU sent four hitters to the plate in the first and the second, bringing us to the number nine hitter in the third, and that's Casey Jacobson, number 16, the starting third baseman for BYU. Jacobson hitting 208 on the year. Was hitless last night after his big Thursday. 0 for 3 last night with two Ks. As that 1-0 offering is laced foul down the third baseline on the ground, and then Thursday, though, was his big night. Three for five with two home runs, career-high five RBI, career-high in home runs as well, and run score with a couple. Likely a situation where after the game, coach is like, okay, let's reassess how we're pitching this Jacobson kid. So they <laughs> came out with a little different mindset and, uh, and strategy against them yesterday. And that's ball too low, two and one to Casey. And one home run is kind of like, okay, we'll let him have that one. Maybe it was a lucky swing. Two in a game, then you're starting to think, okay, this guy's getting hot. Let's adjust things a little bit. He had five RBI in the 13-7 win, and that is ripped to left field, and it will drop into the left corner, and holding is Jacobson. I thought he could maybe stretch that to two, but it'll be a long single for Casey Jacobson. Yeah, good bat on that. Just, just almost got by the left fielder on that one. Ripped the fastball on the outside corner. Dropped the barrel on it. Took a hard, aggressive turn. It looked like he was going to go, but that left fielder stopped on a dime and got it right back into the infield quickly. It would have been a close play, but with him being the uh, first hitter of the inning. That was Billy Cook who cut it off in the corner and got it in quickly and kept Jacobs into that long single. So BYU with two hits now. Noah Hagel-Hill, a single in the first, and now Casey Jacobson, single to lead off the bottom of the third. BYU's down 3-0 to Pepperdine here at Miller Park. 
And the top of the order is back up for BYU. Brian Sue at the plate, and they'll fire back to first base, and diving back head first is Jacobson. Jonathan Pendergast on the hill, the right-handed thrower, the right-handed hitting Sue. And Sue was retired 5-3 in the first. The 1-0 delivery in for a strike, 1-1 one one to Brian Sue. You mentioned Cook was Mark Lyons' grandson out there, right? No, no, Mark Lyons' friend is friend, the is, grandfather. Is the, is the grandfather. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm making the connection here because yeah. I, I saw him air that one out, and I thought, well, there you go. Family ties through friendship. Through fr- it it all go. works. Yeah. We're all family, right? Pendergast out of the stretch here in the bottom of the third. One and one with none out. And Jacobson on first. That's piped in for strike two. Different approach this time. Sue came up his first at bat, swung at the first pitch. Didn't get to see Pendergast much. Now he's seen a few. That last one, probably wishing that he would have taken advantage of that one right down the middle on a fastball. Now he's in the hole. Sue awaits the 1-2 delivery from Pendergast. Again, back to first. Eight-game hit streak for Brian coming into today. Hitless in his first at-bat. Leads BYU in batting average and hits. Swung it, the one and two delivery, and was there contact with the bat? Because they called it, that ball. it bounded out to Pendergast, yeah. called dead. Jacobson ended up at second. Pendergast threw to first, and Sue is still sitting in the batter's box. Yeah, it looks like they're going to. Now, 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 there's a, up. now there's a four-umpire conference here to figure this one out. Yeah, clearly on the replay, it went right off of his left thigh, or right right hip. So this will be a, Should be a dead ball. tip, and dead ball 1-2 should stay the count. Umpire at first, though, you know, showed the outside. Yeah. Didn't really get a good look at it. Sue, by his reaction, he knew it went off of him. I mean, it, it's obvious there, but you just have to hope that one of these three umpires, including the home plate umpire, saw it. And Jacobson, meantime, says, I'm just going to stay at second yeah. until somebody tells me well. otherwise. So there's a four-umpire conference going on in the infield right now. That was on a one-and-two count to Sue. Swing in contact and the foul ball off his thigh. There we go. And they're going to send Jacobson back to first and keep Sue in the batter's box. So after a long discussion, it'll stay one-and-two. And well, you could tell just how the ball reacted, that that wasn't, you know, off of clearly, it wasn't spinning in an odd way like it was off the end of the bat. Well, that was the right call there, and, and again, we were able to confirm that with the replay here. So another chance for Sue to do some damage here if he can find a good pitch to hit. Jacobson on first, none out in the bottom of the third. BYU trailing it, 3 nothing. Chopper to shortstop, 6, 4, and 3. Twin killing for the Waves. Two gone quickly here in the bottom of the third. Double play ball as Brian Sue hits to short, and that went McAfee, Young, and Lutz, 6-4-3. So now I'm kind of wishing they screwed up that call, right? <laughs> would you rather? Would have been nice to have a runner on second with uh, with one out. Now we're right back. Two outs. For Noah Hill, the catcher. Multiple hits in four of his last seven games coming in two today, and he had a hit in the first inning. One of BYU's two. But hit number two was just erased on the double play. The 0-1 to Hill. The two out here in the bottom of the third. Pendergast low and out for one and one.
Noah Hill was one for four in the series opener and then went hitless yesterday. And that one and one is low for two and one. Pepperdine three and BYU zero. And again, BYU's in a similar and familiar spot against the Waves that is coming from behind. They did so to win games Thursday and Friday, trailing 4 nothing and 2 nothing respectively. And here they're down 3-zip, and that's punched to 2-2 two and two on Noah Hill. Outside corner on that fastball, 89 miles an hour to Hill. Probably not as pitch he wanted to hit anyways, but now he's, he's stuck. It's close. He's got to put a bat on it. That's ball three. Full count to Noah Hill. No hitting. 351 on the year. Again, another player that you have that's in there for defense. <laughs> giving you, a giving you some than, offense, yep. right? If you can get that from your middle guys. Full count, swing and a miss. And strikeout number two for Jonathan Pendergast. So, with Hill swinging... BYU's retired in the third. After three complete, Pepperdine three, BYU zero. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network.